Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Rich Polly, and joining me is uh, producer Tim King. Hello there. And it's a hard day's night for poor Ben Hibbert. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> He's had a rough day, bless him, so we might go easy today on poor well, Ben. Some of us start very early. <laughs> just, you just got to do what I do, Ben, and just come home for like a little power nap. Yeah, child doesn't like. Uh, that. I was about to say, actually, yeah, this, this is what <laughs> this is what the the benefits of uh, living on your own has is. I can decide if I want to go for a nap. I, I can decide if I want to go for a nap, but it only works if I actually go upstairs and block the door so that they can't come in and just punch me in the face. It's all well and good having any. a nap, but then it's the chaos that happens while you're sleeping. Yeah, doing <laughs> it on the going for a nap on the sofa and waking up. An indeterminate amount of time later, you're not quite sure, and you look <laughs> down, and all is chaos around you, and you're like, "How long have I been asleep for?" <laughs> and the kids go like five minutes, and you're like, "Really? How did all this happen in five minutes?" <laughs> I don't know. Um, my son now knows the answer to that, though. He just goes, "Dad, we're children." <laughs> like, oh, <fair> <laughs> <laughs> Our house looks like we've just moved house because we got Willow a new bed, which meant emptying her bedroom, and we haven't had a chance to put it all away again. <laughs> nightmare <laughs> oh we got some uh we got some new bookcases the other day so um uh, got them delivered by ikea didn't break lockdown thank you very much and um went to uh put put them up over the weekend turns out we've got a lot less books than we thought we had um <laughs> so some of my star wars legos on there and a few board games jigsaws and that kind of stuff still empty um but turns out that the uh, the boxes that flat pack come in uh, is basically gold dust for children. So, like, one end of the living room was just, like, a tent city built in triangles of cardboard for the entire day. And we were like, well, it's got to go to the tip to them. They're like, no! <laughs> this, is how, this is how you're entertaining your children over lockdown and homeschooling. Honestly, oh, yeah. Boxes are God. A couple of cardboard boxes and a, and a packet of felt tips, and they're entertained for a couple of days. The only problem is eventually cardboard boxes get put on the stairs to be used as toboggans and stuff like that and that's the point where you have to take them away because <laughs> Rich starts getting silly and his wife doesn't want to take him past the <laughs> again Not it was again. embarrassing last time he broke his collarbone <laughs> <laughs> and how did you do this I was trying to do a wheelie <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, look at me <laughs> and no hands um, so we are going to talk a bit about X X Wing. <laughs> Promise you don't just have to listen to another three middle aged men podcast <laughs> talking about flat pack. <laughs> <laughs> so um, over the course of the last week, a couple of the tournaments that uh, we, we've been playing in or or often on been playing in have come to an end. So we're just going to have a bit of a chat um, about first of all Camino Chaos. So we had a um, the event was run by the guys at. Um, Steel City X-Wings, a Sheffield in the UK, um, Dan Athey and Kester Smith, um, among others, um, are the, the guys that are running that tournament. Um, it was an interesting tournament. It was a list-building thing, really, because the, the rules were that there were no limited pilots um, or limited was removed from cards, but you had to have two copies of a limited pilot, at least, in your squad. Um, so obvious examples things like you know two look skywalkers two wedges two darth vaders that kind of stuff um you could fill in the rest of the list however you wanted um 
And so uh, the tournament came to an end. There was a lot of excitement caused by potential janks, like, oh, what if you just have four Fifth Brothers with homing missiles? Or what if you just have, you know, whatever. Um, I think the winning the winning player was, and it's not a fix, <laughs> Dan Athey, who was running the tournament. Uh, so he he went seven and one over the course of uh, Swiss uh, plus um, the finals, and he was running what was it triple boss boss Bosk. Bosk, Bosk, Bosk. <laughs> so three Bosks, three Forlorns, three Zuckers, three Greedos. Uh, only two contraband cybernetics though, because he couldn't fit the third one. He did but, but, one point shy. But three jamming beams because it's free. Yeah, why not? Did he ever shoot one? <laughs> no. I don't think I've ever seen anybody use jamming beam, but it's been like 90% of X-Wing, the T-70 list I've ever seen. Do you know what? It got fired at me in my first round Kyber Cup game, and I'll talk about it when we come to talk about Kyber (laughs) Cup, because it got fired at me. Not only was it in the list, but it got fired at me, and it made sense to do so. It wasn't just (laughs) my opponent. say that, but who won? Uh, it was me in the end, um, okay, sure, entirely, yeah. enti- entirely by luck. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember now you say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well done to Dan for winning his own tournament. Um, for cheating at his own tournament, yeah. Probably. Um, so yeah, triple bosk, it turns out, is better than an awful lot of the other nonsense um, that, that came through. Uh, second place was Matt V. I don't know, is that Matt Vickery? But I'm not sure. Connemara Chaos. Anyway, Matt from Connemara, um, who flew double hand solo in Falcons with Bistan Perceptive Co-Pilot and a hull upgrade at 100 points each. So I wouldn't have expected that, but there you go. There's uh, Julian Hood's taken Janos three times with Sabine Ren on two of them, Jin uh, Erso on one, concussion bombs on them all. They've all got engine upgrade and they've all got moldy crow. Oh, so, did you, you Janos one twice? Yes. <laughs> Six dice at range one. Ugh, filthy. Yep. So you can Janos one of them twice, and the one and one of the other ones once. So you've got a six dice attack, a four dice attack, and a three dice attack, or just spread it round. So you've got you know three four dice attacks, double modded because you can take target locks. And that I didn't even notice the Sabrine Wrens on there. I just thought, <laughs> yeah. With the concussion bombs, that's filthy. <laughs> that's absolutely horrible. Because you catch him with one Sabrine Wrens and you've got two sets of tractor be- uh, tractors and ions and all sorts of things to be handed out. Oh. Have you seen uh, Gregory Pizzuto's list? Three I love more- your pronunciation. Sounds good. Thank you. I thought it made me sound exotic. Um, Wolfwaro <laughs> times three. And then a great... <laughs> A grey squadron bomber with concussion bomb and an iron oh. turret. Oh, nasty. <laughs> turn them on first turn, yeah. 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 So, I mean, they played to a top eight and, and Swiss. Um, there was a lot of stuff in the top that I wasn't expecting to see, and I think a lot of people did just embrace the um, the the format. So, like, um, Joel Springle, who's from um, the Seven Sun Squadron, the East Coast. Um, I think he's in, in the Carolinas somewhere in America. Um, was flying triple Luke Skywalker with Foresight at 198 <laughs> points. So, uh, and I mean, he's he's made top eight with that um, versus this kind of stuff. Um, Mark Packer-Hughes from the IGC down in um, Dorset. No, wait, Somerset, somewhere like that. Anyway, down south, down where they had tier one for a bit. Double Guri, 
two ninety-four point gurus. That's all right. <laughs> I think he ran into Bosk um, eventually. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've just I mean, a little look down, and I'm got down to eleven places. Al Watson, I've seen at least three triple uh, party bus lists. That seems yeah. like it seems like a fairly popular build. Yeah. So I I I used I, I um say that you just missed out, didn't you? I did actually, but that was um more. Be- I was the top of the three and twos, and that was more because my last two games where we both already had two losses and knew we couldn't make cut was um we just jousted each other and I had a munitions list so I had um two Anakin Skywalkers uh three Anakin Skywalkers two oh, I6 I and one at I4 <laughs> so um but I had the Y wing the Delta 7B with CLT and chopper and the um the the N1 with proton torpedoes so it was great fun like it was great fun but it felt like a good genuine normal list just happened because the three pilots are obviously so different the three ships are so different it felt just like you know here's a decent three ship list that i'm flying against um some stuff like um what julian conceived with um the janor's nonsense and you kind you know. of cheated a little bit really didn't you uh i checked oh, the list you, with you dan and bit again i checked the list with dan and kess and i said <laughs> it, it's fine because they're limited by pilot name, not by chassis. So, yeah. like, you know, there always was the initiative or the pilot skill eight and the pilot skill nine pole, and you couldn't have them both in a list because they were limited. So, um, so limited by name, not limited by anything else. So, yeah. anyway, it's fine. It was also, you know, everybody that played against it went, oh, this is a cool list. So I was quite happy with that. <laughs> um, and then they said, yeah, but it does seem like an actual list rather than some nonsense. And I was like, meh. Sorry, but it's the only chance I'm ever going to have to fly it against somebody, so I'm taking it. Um, but it was good fun. It was a, it was a really fun little tournament because, like, nobody took it seriously. Like everybody, it was just like this is absolute nonsense, and we're doing this for fun. Um, so yeah, it was a perfect kind of palate cleanser for a lot of the more serious stuff that's been going on, and it's starting <laughs> to kick up as well. So just a shout out to Ian Franklin. Got his Jack Porkins out there. He got four of them with Chopper and Elusive on all of them. He loves. He loves that. I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, but I mean, if you look down the list of players that played in it, there was some, you know, reasonably well-known players like um, System Open winner Martin Chivers, um, you know, and all sorts of people who are good. Actually, he played. He flew triple wedge to two one and then dropped because I think he realised that it was just daft because he put <laughs> proton torpedoes on them instead of you know something sensible. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was um, it was good fun. So well done, Dan. Well done, everybody else who played. And hopefully, um, Steel City will run some more uh, interesting tournaments in the future. They have uh, just announced that they'll be running a hyperspace tournament. Um, so it's a standard rules tournament, but hyperspace um, starting in a couple of weeks. Uh, so if you look them up on uh, Discord, um, they're the Steel City uh, X-Wing ser- Discord server on there. Um, I don't know if we can put a link in the show notes, um, if we remember. Uh, but if not, shout one of us on our Discord or Facebook or somewhere, and we'll stick a link up so that people shout can Rich out. It. Yeah, just ping me. Don't be giving me jobs today. <laughs> just ping ping me, and I'll send you a link to the Discord server. It's no no stress, but it's also on um, tabletop uh, to. So um, you'd be able to just search for Steel City, and you'll probably find it. Um, so yeah, there was that one. Uh, so. The other one that finished recently was the Ready Room List Roulette. That was another 
interesting rules tournament, uh, what I entered. So I'm not sure of the rules properly, so you'll have to do the explaining. Yeah, so you, you built three lists that were supposed to be distinct from each other. Um, oh, did, did you not quite stick to the rules again? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I entirely I, stuck to the rules. Are, are, were they rules or were they guidelines? They were rules, and the rules as laid out by the TO, I stuck to them. So <laughs> Your said, lists look all very similar. Hang on a minute. No, this doesn't let's... seem like it was in the spirit of the game. Right, right. Let's let's have a <laughs> let's have a let's have a let's have a minute to think about this. So the first list I put in was was Venny and uh, an X wing. I think it was Joff C striker and an A wing. Right. So you've got you've got a bomber, an X wing, and an A wing. The second list I put in was a six-ship resistance salad. So <laughs> two low-initiative X-Wings, a low-initiative Fireball, Rose, Finn, and I think Merle in, in an A-Wing. So all of those are completely different. And then the last, the third list that I put in contained a big fat Ray in the Millennium Falcon and Venny in the Bomber again. Exactly. Because... as well. Because I wanted to, on the Benny Bomber, but yeah, Ray Ray had a different loadout from the X-Wing and the A-Wing. Uh, I, I had three lists, right, that I wanted to test out. So I thought, oh, they're different lists. And at the start of the tournament, I said, do they have to be completely different? Do the loadouts on the ships have to be different? Do the pilots have to be different? What has to be different? And they didn't give any for- clear clarification on what had to be different. Just said, if it's different enough, then it's probably fine. And I was like, well, um, one's a two-ship list instead of a three-ship list, and one's got an entirely different... So one of the ships has got the same loadout, but everything else is different. Um, and nobody complained um, until at the end when I made cut. And then there was a bit of a bit of what seemed like low-level grumbling, but uh, nobody complained. And anyway, I didn't win it, so it's fine. So there you go. I came third. That's a, I'm okay with that. Um, I'd like to shout out to Kester for finally uh, getting over that losing in the final hurdle that he keeps doing recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kester, I, I, I beat Kester in Swiss. Um, we played on the Hexiled stream, and it was funny because Scott that runs it um, thought that we got to choose which list our opponent flew out of the three that they'd brought. Um, and that... Uh, and and uh, it turned out that obviously that's not the case because it's called the roulette because it's random which of the three lists you end up playing on each one. Um, but uh, my six ship swarm got paired into Kester was flying four snapshot automated targeting priority Thai first order provocateurs or whatever they're called. The first order provocateurs. Yeah. Yeah. The um, Thai BA interceptors. Yeah. The BA. That, that's the thing. Um, so. Like his, that list is brilliant if he gets to move first and position his ships and then take loads of snapshots and, and do the jank of, you know, taking a deplete, burning it off with the snapshot. So having a double modded proper attack um, in the thing. But um, unfortunately for him, I was moving first, so I was able to range control. And I think he got one or maybe two snapshots. Um, and it was a pretty pretty brutal game but then he went on to beat bruno pugliese who beat me in swiss and then in top four um so yeah it was really it was really interesting little tournament and it was um i think it was a lot of fun so well done to will and mark from the ready room for running it uh, for conceiving the idea 
um, and they are proposing to run it again at some point in the future. Um, We've actually so... got um, Mark on the stream on Wednesday, I think. Cool. Um, we talk to him about it, see if he can force his hand into admitting when he's got or what he's going to run next. They're in the middle of discussing it on their um, on their Discord server if they're going to run another roulette or if they're going to run something different. Uh, but they want to do something that's not a straight up tournament, I think. So yeah. Um, so apparently, I'm going to get a couple of alt arts, which looked quite cool. They're like um, done in the style of um, like medieval knights. So you got, I got to pick two. So I picked Anakin and Obi Wan in the in the Actus, the Etta too. Um, Mine came I today. Might use those. <laughs> oh, did you get some? Yeah, yeah, I finally got them. Oh, is it in the same style? No, my uh, ETA finally. Oh, came. your Etta's. Oh, your ship's turned up. Yeah, well, have, have, have I, you unboxed them? Yeah, I ordered two from somewhere else. I'm still waiting for my other ones. Oh, you didn't cancel the order that you'll just wait for them to turn up from there. Yeah, you know, because like you know, that, who needs who needs four? No, I'll get three. I need four. Five. Oh, it's you might need three. Maybe. Mind you, I've got, I've got five Naboo Starfighters, so... <laughs> oh, by the way, this is the uh, the other funny thing. Uh, so the other thing we're going to talk about is... Um, I, I was going to say, we we shan't go through the lists on the Ready Room List Roulette because every player had three. Yeah, and we yeah. don't know what lists they played when they were doing it, but it was a cool tournament. So well done to um, Kester for winning. Um, well done to Bruno for coming second and um, and so on and so on. And me for coming third. Yes. No congratulations for you. No. Uh, because you bent the rules and cheated. Yeah, maybe. But uh, technically, it's hard to officially say you're a cheat. Technically, you came joint fourth, didn't you? Uh, I, I got the prizes for coming third. So um, <laughs> you got you got acrylic. You were, I, I'm getting some acrylic stuff posted to me because I came third. And the person who came fourth is getting just cards. So um, I think it's because I had a total of six and two over the tournament and the other person who was in top four had a total of five and three over the tournament um so yeah anyway okay. he got got into cut with four two and then lost to in top four to kester i think i think it was how it worked anyway um but yeah so anyway um it was friend of the show sad toaster mm. yeah friend of the show well all friends of the show and uh, top uh of that one. three very different lists Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get more opportunities to take the Mickey out of me in a minute when we talk about Kyber Cup, anyway, Tim. So, because um, I I have to I have to confess to um, not putting S foils on my X wings either. <laughs> what <laughs> which, <laughs> what a mistake to make. <laughs> which which my opponent politely pointed out to me, and I said. No, that's not right. I did look. They're here on my list and pinged them on TTS. And he went, no, 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 on, on Tabletop TO, they're, they're not on your list on there. And I went, no, you, of course they are. I, I copied and pasted it out of um, Yasby. They must be on there. They're added by default. And I went and looked and they weren't. Um, so I'm a bit confused as to how it happened. I can only think that I did it late one night off my phone and using LaunchBay rather than Yasby. But yeah, so hands up. I took the piss out of you last week for forgetting and now I've forgotten as well. And my list is actually correct on Tabletop TA. Because I did you message I, Scott. I, I, ask, I, I sent Scott a very grovelly message going, oh, I've been an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit it to my opponent in the next game and see if he minds. And if he doesn't mind, then I'm gonna just carry on. If he does mind, I'll say fine, whatever. And then when he opens the lists for editing, 
at the end of this tournament week for one day, I shall go on and add them on. Um, well, and the, and the it, funniest thing is, I actually used it at least three times in the game as well. Brilliant. <laughs> Just because you use it like you them, Rich. Uh, in first, in first one, he did. Yeah, I didn't oh, use them. He's a nice person, though. I didn't use them though. He said he didn't mind, but I didn't use them all game. I think. I, mean, I, I would like hundred percent let anyone except you. I know. I'd, I'd expect <laughs> nothing. I'd expect nothing less from you. I mean, I, I did point out to my opponent that, that my list had was corrected, but he didn't seem to bother. Be, be concerned because well it is you know it's a zero point upgrade isn't it and like yasby has it as default um but when i i think i was also sat on the sofa one night and thought i better submit my list for on tabletop to so it was just easier to do it on launch bay and export it uh and obviously that just didn't add it as default so i think that's where i made my mistake um, sounds like we did the same thing tim it, it, it happens to the best of people it seems yeah. <laughs> also the worst person did it happen to you as well, Ben? No, I'm not playing in it because I haven't got the time. You haven't got the time. Yeah. So anyway, how did your first uh, how did your first round game go, Tim? Yeah, really well. So um, it was an interesting list I was playing against. So I played, uh, I want to say, I think it was Jonathan, I think his name was. Uh, so a guy from California. Um, his username is was it metagross555 um so really lovely guy had a really like friendly chilled game uh it was a list he's not played before and it was uh two uh i think it's 104th arcs you know the very sort of generic arcs with uh syn- synchronized consoles he had two loyalist v wings with uh r3 astromex the besh so they can spend the target lock to um, change a blank or eye to a hit. Um, they had concussion bombs. Uh, I think that was it on the V wings. Oh, synchronized consoles, obviously as well. And then they had uh, Click, who is the V wing uh, with the ability to spend a charge. I think to reduce or remove the range bonus on on dice, which he didn't use, but it didn't really come up. So I'm not sure how important that sort of pilot ability really is. Um, but basically we jousted, uh, and because I think I gave him first player, so all my ships moved after his apart from Click, I basically lined up um, Zari, my uh, A-wing, with Thread Tracers so that she had a bullseye shot on one of the arcs. And in the first engagement, I think I was range one with one T-70, range two with the rest, Red tracers and deleted an arc, um, which the arc rolled an awful lot of evades, so I was actually quite lucky to kill it. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it obviously played off well. Um, lots of bombs came out of those V wings. I've not really played against the V wings before, um, so they were quite interesting. But um, I just get the impression that like a poor man's rebel A wing, which is a poor man's resistance A wing. So I'm not I'm not convinced. Yeah. Um yeah. not not a big fan of the target lock and the Besh ability over say the advanced optics. I understand that it is better because you can either spend the target lock to re-roll or spend the target lock to modify one dice. But without that focus token that occasionally can be a defensive mod, uh the V Wings, when they took uh attention, like when I was shooting at them, uh they just folded under the damage. Yeah, they got the three green dice, so they're they can be a little bit tougher to kill. But yeah, they they don't 
they don't last long if they don't have a focus token for defense. So you end up like because they're low initiative as well. You're flying them up and. You're either grabbing a focus because you haven't got range for a target lock. And then the turns where you do have range for a target lock is the turn where you're likely to have some of your ships eating range one attacks um, because you're moving first. So, mm. you know, you've, you've, they're in a bit of a weird spot. And I suspect that something will happen at some point in the future to make them better. But I think from the last wave, the, the winners from, well, certainly the ship that I've seen doing the rounds most is the Separatist Fire Spray. Um, a lot of people are also trying out the the Actis, um, at the two, but um, yeah, it's separatist fire sprays everywhere at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, I mean the V ring is super aggressive, so that that uh, like five forward boost into a red target lock, you know, makes them very aggressive. But it's only a two red dice attack, uh, yeah. and so yeah, I just don't feel that it's as effective, you know, as as it could be, uh, or. or... Like, that's what the resistance A wings for me are just a bit tankier, I think, and also with flipping the arc and stuff, just you know, a bit more versatile. Um, where I had a sorry, go on, Tim. Well, I was going to say once I, I at one point I had like um, some of my ships behind the V wings, and yeah, there's just nothing they could do then. Yeah, I, I, I flew, I, I played a list with V wings in, which was like I don't know four or five of them with a warthog, so that you just didn't care, right? You mm. you fly them all in, you point them all at a target, you delete it with target locks, and then the one that gets initiative killed gets to kill something anyway, um, and then you repeat, and you keep repeating until they kill Warthog, um, or they've actually taken the five turns or the six turns that it takes to kill all of your V-Wings, by which point you should have killed enough of their list that you've won the game. Um, that's the theory behind it. What actually happened was that the... Um, the V-Wings just couldn't kill things fast enough because they had these two dice attacks. And yes, there were two dice attacks that always did two hits, but you didn't get enough turns out of them. Um, and I think the five A-Wings worked. The five resistance A-Wings worked because a lot of um, a lot of them could spend their focus mod worry-free. So, you know, they got into always doing two hits, but occasionally you might keep your focus on one of them and only do one hit because, you know, he was going to take a shot or two. So, you know, you wanted to maximize his chances of survival or whatever. But, um, yeah, interesting. So you're one and know and you're playing... Do you know what you're paired into for next round? Yeah, so I'm playing uh, a gentleman from France. I can bring up his list now. It's a, a list I think we've uh, seen before. Uh, Here we go. So it's Sky MYJ. Not entirely sure of his name. And... Skimch. Load up, come on. <laughs> so basically, it's Wolf Arrow, Wolf Arrow um, shield upgrade. Uh, you've got Garvin, Dre's in the X Wing with S foils, uh, Jake with proton rockets, and then du- yep. Dutch with dorsal turret, proton bombs, concussion. That's uh, why proton torpedoes, okay. concussion bombs. So I imagine we'll see the perhaps the turn one concussion bombs to turn on Wolf Arrow, uh, which seems to be a, a sort of a common theme um so it'd be interesting because it is uh the what ps4 rebel beef list versus my ps3 resistance uh list so um. yeah uh, it it's the um it doesn't have janors which mm. it's replaced garvin uh janors with garvin yeah um, but, but that that yeah, so you, although you don't get that extra red dice, um, there's uh, a little bit of um, 
uh, sort of there'll be double mod and uh, action economy there because obviously Dutch is going to give him double target locks or two ships can target lock essentially. Jake's going to be passing off three focus tokens. Garvin can pass off a focus token. Um, so yeah, there'll be um, yeah a few bits being moved around. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of stuff going on with um, Dutch giving Jake or Wolf a target lock mm. so that Jake can double mod his proton rocket. And then Garvin or Jake passing Dutch a focus so that he can double mod his proton torpedo. And then somebody else passing some sort of mod to Wolf Waro, um, so that he can mod or double mod his shot. Um, yeah, it's... Um, I think Wolfaro's possibly the scariest thing for me in the list because obviously the 180 arc and you know four red dice could you know could be interesting, but I think it as with a lot of munitions list, it'll all come down to how effective the proton torps and proton rockets are because you know yeah. if if Jake comes in and whiffs, you know, and that's that's obviously where he needs the target lock. But if he comes in and only does say three hits on his five dice, um, you know, and I can tank one or two of them on on my green dice, then you know. It's looking good for me. Whereas if if Jake rolls in and does five hits and crits, you know, I mean, yep. I, I, could, I could lose one of my pods, or you know, one of my um, you know, T seventies has just lost all its shields or whatever, and it's yeah, it's a yeah, very very different game. Yeah, proton torpedoes are scary things for the pods to have to face down. I guess the the benefit is that your pods have, are worth twenty five, twenty six points. Oh, well, Finn's worth thirty. Yeah, so. I mean, absolutely. Like you know, yeah. If he if he deletes one of my ships, it's still four on four. You know, yeah. uh, in in the first engagement, so it'll be a very interesting match, and I think I've uh, got that tomorrow <laughs> on my day off. So, um, cool. yeah, should should know fairly soon, and then I can decide to change my list if I want. <laughs> That's really funny that Rich is also up against a similar list. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so, um, I'll, well, I, I'll talk about my my first round game was against um, oh Ernestus, um, I think is his name. Uh, sorry, Adartu um, is his name. He's uh, he was a guy who came second at uh, in the Lima Open. Um, so he was flying a very similar list. Uh, he was flying um, two arcs with shield upgrades, and then. Yoda in an Actus with Patience, Jamming Beam, and um, what's the other thing that he had? Battle Meditation. And then uh, he was flying um, Isla Secura with um, stuff. I can't remember um, everything that uh, she had on. Um, Predator plus some other bits and bobs. And basically, I um, I knew from the start that my plan should have been to kill Yoda because he's powering up Isla mm. and then kill the Arcs and then worry about Isla at the end if there was enough time. Um, unfortunately, I got um, I scented the blood on the Arcs when I started putting damage into them and I half-pointed both of them in the first engage um, or the first two engagements um, so that I passed up a range one um, focused shot from a T70 into Yoda um, because he had two force left and I was like oh I could just do nothing here um, so I shot an arc which then didn't die um, so it it ended up it was one of those games that kind of was really swinging backwards and forwards and going into the last round I think I was like two points ahead and then he popped one of my ships I can't remember which one or got half on something and into the last turn, he was then like 
12 points up or something like that. So I needed to get two damage onto either of his two Jedi, which was all he had left. And I had like Finn on one health, Colossus Station Mechanic on one health, and like Merle on half already or something like that. And it was just like, if I lost any more points, I lost the game. And he had two opportunities to spend a force to do as many hits as I had green dice. Um, and even though I had tokens, like if I'd rolled a blank, I would have died with those. And he'd have got more points to have won the game. And both times he opted not to spend the force because it would have left him defenseless against the follow-up shot, which if I got half points, I would have won the game. So anyway, he didn't spend the force twice, and so he lived. And then I shot Yoda, and I did hit crit, and he rolled blank, blank eyeball, spent a force, took the crit, and it was a direct hit, and I won the game by about 12 points. So, (laughs) but yeah, and jamming beam story time, jamming beam story time. Yoda ranged three through a rock, having used patience, so his normal gun would be down to one dice, shot me with a jamming beam to try and remove the token so that one of his other ships could get a better follow-up shot. So an actual, I think, genuine use of jamming beam is when you've got a Jedi taking patience and boosting the rest of the list um, to to just try and strip a token, because it's an extra red dice. Um, You're not going to push damage, but if you're lucky, you might force me to spend the token. So there we go. (laughs) So... I, I was like, yeah, fair enough. I, I would have used Jam and Beam there as well, you know, <laughs> except for I probably wouldn't have put it on my ships because I never do because it always confuses me. Uh, <laughs> but what, what would have happened was I wouldn't have remembered to use it at that point because I'd have forgotten it was there. And then about three days later, I'd have gone, oh, I should have shot Jam and Beam. <laughs> just pop into your head like a random point in the future. Um so yeah, so it was a really good game. He's a really nice guy. He's in, uh, he's in Peru, so it was quite late at night. And um, it was very kind of weird, like hearing him sort of having his four or five o'clock time um, at home or in work or wherever he was um, with, with me kind of pr- eyes propped open with matchsticks, desperately <laughs> trying to focus on what was going on. But I made some bad decisions, like, and he was very gentleman. And he said, oh, you deserved it. Well done and all that stuff. And I was like, I did not. No, I l- looked out on the dice at the end to to the point where I luckily rolled a crit, and then, um, you know, I think there was a point where I lost a a really healthy T seventy, like to a, an unlucky crit chain, and there was, but it was really swinging the whole way through. Um, it was a good fun game, and that's the most important thing. So, enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, next round, yeah, I've got um, I've got the Janors Wolfwaro Dutch Jake combination. So, the other version of the thing that Tim's got. So, <laughs> I think, I think that, yeah, I think, I think that one's potentially scarier just because the the spike, you know, potential six red dice. But um, yeah. but obviously, I think one I'm playing against potentially could be a bit more reliable. Yeah, it's the as well as the spike with Wolf getting like a five or a six dice attack. Well, a five dice attack every turn. Uh, you've also got the potential of Jake trucking into range one of you and shooting. Uh, a four dice attack, um, yeah. or you know, you've got um, what's he called Dutch with ion torps as well. Um, potentially, you know, leaving one of your ships ionized so that Wolfaro can come in and light you up next turn, and that okay. kind of stuff. So, I've got a strategy which is going to be point as many 
guns as I can at one agility ships and shoot yeah. them until they're dead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that, that's pretty much. I mean, I, I think I think it all depends who he points sort of at me as sort of the closest target. Whoever's got the least agility, yeah, just just try and delete a ship. Probably like Warfare would be my my preferred option, but if he's because uh, they can reinforce, can't they? Um, yeah. So yeah, if he's yeah. if he's reinforced, focused, might not be worth it. And let's just try and delete one of the other other ones to start with. He's he's uh, I mean potentially he could be reinforced, focused with focused with a target lock. It's more likely that he's focused target locked mm. um, because he wants to use his own action for the focus. Well, allowing. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be got shoot- Garvin, haven't you? Yeah, they're going to be shooting before me anyway, and he's got Jake to pass focus tokens. But they're yeah. but they're going to be shooting before me, so I'll know who's got the focus token. But but by the time I come to shoot, yeah, I mean I've used that list a couple of times in games on TTS, and it's it feels like it's a house of cards when you're using it. Like mm. it feels like there is always a correct ship to shoot, and you just hope that your opponent shoots the wrong thing, like makes <laughs> the wrong choice. Um, oh, yeah. So like. You know, you're never going to use your focus token to help Wolf to stay alive if he's still got it, unless he's already shot. So yeah. if you're shooting, you know, that focus is there for him to maximize damage. And what he wants to do is get two or three shots where he rolls, you know, 15 plus red dice and then die and hope that he's killed enough stuff that your opponent's list doesn't have enough left to deal with it. Um, and I think, Cause I God- don't know, I've got six ships, so I'm happy for Wolf to... Spend all that effort killing a pod for some points. Yeah, I was going to say, Garvin has to spend the focus, doesn't he, to pass it? Yes, and he never rolls eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure sure I've flown him before, and and that's it. Yeah, if you you roll... Yeah, if you don't roll the eyeballs, then you don't spend the focus token, he doesn't pass it, but... We'll see. You know, I I, I think it's... uh, It'll be a a good uh, good challenge, so I'm looking forward to the game. Yeah, um, it's similarly, it's um, one of those ones that I looked at and head sim. I thought, yeah, I think I can beat it, but it's not going to be easy. So um, I think it's it's going to hinge on that first engage and getting all guns on one target. Um, and then once the bump zone starts, then I'll be happier because I'll be able to engineer all sorts of blocks and maybe deny some actions. But um, then... Sometimes when you try and do that, they just pick the one move that you don't block and there's nothing you can do about it. So, <laughs> you know, that's just how it goes. So cool. Um, so yeah, Kyber Cup uh, week two. Um, so we're going to um, reach out to Scott that's running it and see if we can get him on for a future um, one to have a bit of a chat about the event and, and about the community that he's building over at Exiled Gaming as well um, because their uh, almost daily streaming content is... I think keeping quite a lot of people sane at the minute <laughs> during lockdown, <laughs> certainly it's it's good for me to just sit and chill out at the end of a work day and watch a couple of games while the kids are just playing and what whatnot before I have, do bedtimes and stuff. So, um, so I'm going to try and um, reach out to Scott and see if we can get him on at some point in the future. So, yeah, cool. good. How are um, you? Um, how are you both doing in our league? Uh, I've played a couple of games and I'm currently five and zero. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually having to play real opponents in our league, so I'm I'm, I'm doing I'm, I'm okay. Uh, two three now, so mid table mediocrity for me. I'm a four and one at the moment, but the one game I've lost, I haven't actually played it yet. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to catch up because I'm doing a lot better this season than I did last season. 
Yeah, I'm 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 five and zero, oh, but potentially four and one if the guy who wasn't able to um, play contact me at some point and say, "Shall we play our <laughs> game?" So um, I had some uh, really good games last week actually because I got to play Andy Cameron, which is always a nice game, yeah. and um, Bartosh as well. So that was fun. I've been oh, cool. trying to catch a game with Bartosh for ages. Are you in the Jedi Council? Yeah, yeah. Did, did you beat Bartosh? I did. Oh, scalped. Um, it was very close, though. Um, I was playing a um, droids munitions list, and he was playing like a ETA AC style list. Mm-hmm. And right on the last turn of the game, I managed to kill Obi Wan, and I already halved Annie, and that that won me the game. Yeah, so, those eat, uh, those eater lists are horrible because you just yeah. look at those Jedi and you just think, I can shoot you, and potentially just do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> I've just, just been like, chasing him for so long, and then I finally managed to catch him. Yeah. I've just realised though, as well, with the random pairings, I've uh, drawn Andreas Carlson, who's the other five and zero in our league. So <laughs> looks like I could do Rich a favour, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> See if Ben has to put another picture of me up and assist take his wife, Peter. No, I'm conceding. Although, actually, that's quite tempting. <laughs> Maybe I'll make an effort. We'll see. Oh, everybody's seen it now. It's all good. It's all good. Um, I was just actually looking through some of the lists in the Kyra Cup, and I've just seen um, that uh, Julian Hood has gone back to his two Jedi, two Torrents list that he won every store championship in the size of England with a couple of years <laughs> ago. But instead of using the 7Bs, he's using the Actus. So... Oh yeah, everywhere. Yeah, well, that's a cool. I mean, I I really enjoyed that list. I I did quite well with it as well. Yeah, he's got the um the unstoppable crits version of Annie uh, and Obi, and then um, looking oh, and dedicated. Yeah, dedicated on two torrents. Pretty spicy, but he's one and one, so he's one of the four people who's played two games now. So he's obviously got in an early, early one today <laughs> um, at some point. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, interesting. I always have a look at what Julian's playing because it's usually something quite clever. So and that <laughs> looks, looks decent. So I don't think I'm brave enough to fly the ETAs competitively because without them double repositioning, I don't feel brave enough. <laughs> I think with the stealth device on them, and if you just take an evade all the time, they last. They either just explode, yeah, or they last a while. So I flew a list that was essentially that but replaced the two blue squadrons with an arc uh, not an arc a lat um to give them rerolls and uh, stuff but with seven fleet gunner on it so that their um attacks were a bit chunkier so you can get like three or five dice attacks or whatever or four dice attacks i mean with seven fleet um and yeah it was um th- they were really good it, it's a solid list anything with those two in it is a solid list the only problem is that they do run the risk of just exploding at range three, um, range three through a rock with, you know, three force and an evade token and you blank out and your ship suddenly halved um, and the stealth device is gone and then they're really breakable after that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're really good though. They're really good. They're a well-designed ship, I think. Just looking, you, you can still fit Obi-Wan, Anakin, Calibrated, R2 Astromex on both of them and two Torrents. And that's only 185. Wow. It's got everything has got a bit cheaper now. I think that they used to have one seven B. Yeah, no, they both used to be seven B at the start. Yeah, yeah, and then you had to drop it down because yeah, it's twenty points on Obi Wan and twenty four on Anakin. Yeah, jeez, you could have you could have one of them in a seven B and one of them in an Etta, probably, possibly. Yeah, I don't 
Anyway, we're not going to list build live, I don't think. No, no. That was, that <laughs> was more of just me to look and see if it still fit. <laughs> just oh, it does. Turns out. Um, <laughs> I think by the end it was like um, it, it was like Obi Mace or Obi Ahsoka. Um, like yeah. you know, it, it kept being whittled down away from what it was to start off with. Um, once as the prices went up, and obviously it eventually was just like, yeah, I'm going to go and fly something different because <laughs> <laughs> the list isn't good anymore. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so I think we've kind of run out of stuff that we were going to talk about. Have either of you anything popped into your heads that you want to have a quick chat about? No, Stream I'm... tomorrow? Stream Wednesday. Stream Wednesday. Yeah. So we today, to by the time the podcast comes out. Fair. But, you know, it's still Wednesday. It's not tomorrow. Yeah. Stream on um, Wednesday. So we've got Stuart uh, Confrey versus... Um, can't think who it is now. Toby Harris, I think. Yeah, Toby Harris. Oh, he's got, a player. Yeah, I don't know him. I recognise the name, though. And then he you've got... Um, was the guy who won that hyper... Do you remember I went and did the hyperspace trial down in Bristol? Yeah. A couple of years ago. I think he was the guy who won that with Rack Whisper or something like that. And everyone was like, what? I love um, Rack So I think that's him. And then we've got Mark Fairbrother against uh, Joe Spriggle. Joel, sorry. Joel Springle. Hmm. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joel's the guy I was just mentioned earlier from the east coast of the States. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a good player. And uh, you can. And, and Mark's a good player. Mark, Mark's, Mark's good. Jesus, <laughs> 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 Ben. He knows I winded him up. <laughs> you, have to, you have to squeeze Mark for information on the next Ready Room tournament as well. Um, see, what, see what they're planning. Um, see if you can get anything out of him. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, well, uh, in that case, we'll, we'll draw a line under it there. So it's uh, goodbye from producer Tim. Goodbye. It's goodbye from It's a Hard Day's Night, Mr. Ben Hibbert. Bye-bye. Are you all right now? Have you cheered up a bit? Yeah, yeah, I'm still tired. Just go and have yourself a glass of something. and go No, to bed, I'm, I'm trying not to drink this month. All right. I managed not to touch one drop last weekend. That's quite a, quite an uh, achievement. Well done. Well done. It didn't make me feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goodbye from me, by the signs of it, the only non, uh, the only not an alcoholic on the podcast. Functioning. Functioning. <laughs> I know. No, Tim, you don't drink too much, do you, Tim? It's a few cans of cider, isn't it? He likes a gin now and then. Yeah, you know, if the cocktails are out, we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. Well, cocktails don't count as drinking because they taste like fruit juice. No, that's that's it, and that's what I really enjoyed about uh, the venue for the UK um, System Open the last couple of years. We was uh, we just went to TGI Fridays and just drank cocktails all, all night. So. <laughs> oh, it's not alcoholic. It's oh, got sorry, an umbrella. Sorry. I I went there and drank cocktails all night, and then did Will, and then did Will. I know Ben dropped Prob- a, Ben dropped a pint, pint glass. Oh, I always drop a drink, don't I? So I roll. That's a story for another night. <laughs> Traditions of Sith take a night out. Ben drops a pint glass. Tim drinks cocktails. Will has an entire bottle of gin stashed in around his person somewhere. <laughs> in his prison purse. On that delightful note, uh, I'll say goodbye from me as well. Ta-da. <laughs>